Welcome to Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole. Let's see what's on our minds today. Hi, welcome everyone. Um, this is our this is our first time. Welcome to Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole. I'm Nicole. I'm Sarah. And we're so happy that you're here to join us today. So this is our first, uh, po- well, no, no, it's not our first podcast. It's not. I started a podcast, uh, what, like two years ago, back in 2016, yep. called Rise and Align with Nicole, and Sarah was on, um, I had her, I think it was podcast five or podcast six. When you started <clears throat> that right around this time, didn't you? Yeah. Or did right- you and I interview right around this time? It was right around this time. Yeah, I think I it was actually November two years ago. I remember that because I remember sitting in my living and remember we actually recorded two podcasts. We had to do two. What That's happened right. to the first one? The odd. Aud- well, go figure. The audio, the audio. was all messed up. Of yep. course it was. You know. Yep. You'll you'll yep. you'll all hear about why that I said of course in a little bit, but and then so we had to redo it. But it was great. It was. It was awesome. I, I I loved I, I loved every interview I did on that podcast. I loved all of them, but. People really responded <clears throat> to you and I and the um, stories that we both have and the friendship that we have. And so over the last few years, Sarah and I have always said, oh, we have to do an update. We have to do an update. And it was Sarah and I talk every day. Like um, multiple times a day. Like multiple times a day. She actually had laryngitis. Okay, no, no. She went to Fiji on her honeymoon for three weeks and then she came back and had laryngitis. So I didn't get to talk to her for like four and a half weeks and it messed up my entire morning routine. It messed up my entire life. But it's all about me, don't you know, babe? But yeah, so she got laryngitis and she was away on her honeymoon and so we didn't get to talk every day. But now we're we're back in our rhythm. But my voice is not fully back yet, so oh, baby, it's if I have this little rasp going on, that's that's what it is. It's nice and soothing. Oh, it is anything but. It totally is. It totally is. So, um, so yeah, kind of following up on the podcast that we did a few years ago, and Sarah and I talk every day. We, I don't know, we just kind of felt called to record what we talk about for some reason. I don't know, thinking that people would listen. Um, But no, both Sarah and I have a lot of things that we're very passionate about. Um, We're going to introduce ourselves a little bit to you. So those of us, those of you who do know both of us, um, some of these stories will sound familiar. For those of you who know me and not Sarah, welcome to the beautiful soul that is Sarah. And for those of you that um, no, Sarah, and don't know me. Hi, you'll get to know me. Welcome. You're in for quite a joy ride. We're very excited. With Nicole. Oh, well, both of us here. So we decided <clears throat> to call the podcast Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole because we have no idea what it's going to be about. We both do feel very wild and free. And I, I do have to say, actually, my <laughs> husband came up with that name because he's like, have you heard you guys talk on the phone before? We kept we kept running um, names through like a test like okay then the Nikki and Sarah show okay that's way too much <laughs> Sarah Nicole talks <laughs> we need something more and our husbands kept laughing at the names we came up with so finally we were on speaker and Thane was like why don't you just call it Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole yeah and so it was kind of perfect right. and then we've been getting little signs. Um, from the universe, wild and free keeps popping up in different places. So it's been really, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been really fun. So with wild and free, just like 
little things come up around us like, oh, this is this is what we're supposed to do. Like this is this feels right. This feels good. Um, it feels very unstructured, which is good for Sarah and I. Um, so we're not, you know, we don't have we don't have a certain thing that we're going to talk about, but we have a lot of things that we want to talk about. Yep. So and we just want it to be authentic and kind of flow with it and really just feel it out and see where it goes. Right. Um, and it's funny that you say authentic because right before the call, I actually pulled some cards for us. Tell, tell so I love, um, right now I'm all about Elena Brower and Erica, I think it's Erica Jago, their art of attention yoga cards. I'm, I'm going to show Sarah, obviously I'm not going to show all of you, but this is what they are. They're these beautiful yoga cards. And oh, so I pulled, amazing. I know they're amazing. I pulled one for me, one for you, and then one for the podcast. And so for me, I got devotion and it says practice devotion to those closest to you. So Which is so perfect for you. I know. I really need it, especially with my husband. I know. You know I, but, I but do. But that's one of your intentions and to be more present. It's perfect. Right, right. And then for you, babe, you got authenticity. Oh, see? Because that's something I'm working on, especially my, my work life versus um, my non-work life and being authentic in everything I do. So that's awesome. Right. So it says stay close to your practice. So whatever that means for you, stay close yeah. to your practice. And then for the podcast, I got virtue. Hmm. And it says let your highest self be your daily self. So I don't know, maybe that means we can show up in, um, in the process of the podcast. It allows us to be our highest self because we are sharing ourselves with people. Um, and it opens up the door for others to also be their high self. So anyway, it was funny you said authenticity because I was like, hey. That's my card. That's your you card. know, it'd be actually kind of fun to pull a card every week. Yeah. yeah. One for you, one for me, or we could just pull one for the podcast or some one for people who are listening. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and start that off that way. I love that. Yeah, let's do it. And we okay. both have different decks, so we can even switch up the decks that Rotate. we use and yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that idea that's great yeah and that can set the intention a little bit yeah and it can kind of flip okay see good this is we're how it goes it out as we go right we're letting it just flow <laughs> as it goes so before we get off topic which Sarah and I can do very <laughs> very 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 easily which you'll see uh, I want to have the opportunity to introduce each other just to give like a little that. um you know, just to give people a little idea of who we are, what we are, what we're about, um, and why. Why? The why. why. The why. Why? Why should you listen to us? Why are we here? Why are we friends? Why do we talk about all doing? that stuff? So, Sarah, tell me a little bit about you. I mean, I, I already know all the things. Well, I don't know all of the things about you, but I know a lot of things about you. So, tell tell the people listening. Um, and, I am? And I should, I should preface this and say, Sarah and I are talkers, if you can't already tell. So we're going to do our best to not have this be a three-hour podcast. Not even maybe an hour and a half. It can't even be like what We're going to do our best. So let's do like nutshells. Like, uh, you know, our what? intro in a nutshell. Okay. Okay, Real for quick. both of us. Yeah. Um, go for it. So, <laughs> oh, God. You put me on the spot to I'm, go first. I'm, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> How do I do this in a nutshell? Okay, well, let's see. Um, so my name is Sarah and I'm just going to give you a brief couple like highlights of who I am Perfect. and why I'm here. So, um, the first thing is I am a person in recovery. 
from drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. I have um, eight years clean, and I have seven and a half years totally sober. That'll be a a story later on, um, on the difference between a drug addict and alcoholic, and where there's some similarities. And I used to work in film, so I actually used to work for the Coen Brothers, and I worked on um, No Country for Old Men, I worked with Josh Brolin, and I had this crazy wild and free life where in between films I'd go and I'd travel, I'd done a lot of traveling around the world, I lived in Europe and Australia and New Zealand, and I finally ended up in Africa where I started a nonprofit. And I ran that for about two years, um, which was the highlight of my life still to this day. I love Africa so much. And in between all of that, I had quite the former love saga. And I was previously married. That'll be a whole another little podcast. It still doesn't count because technically we were only married for like two months, but we were together for quite some time. But that relationship is what led me to my addiction. And I started shooting heroin and cocaine, um, which really changed the course of my life. For about a year and a half, I was naked, alone with a needle in my neck in a bathroom. And I ended up um, really hitting rock bottom and I tried to commit suicide. Which leads me to my second chance. Thank God I did not die. Um, We'll talk more about all of that in detail at a different time. But I've spent the last eight years on a path of healing and of discovery. um, And of really like mind, body, spirit practices to be whole again. And I really call it like my journey to freedom. So I went back to school. I got really healthy. I started doing yoga. I did cleanses. And I became a researcher on the drug treatment systems around the world to try and figure out why I'm okay when so many other people are not. Mm. And that's kind of led me down the path to my career. I currently work in the drug treatment system. um, And I work for a very large statewide organization. I've been a consultant. I've set up sober livings and houses and worked with other nonprofits. And I'm just really committed to improving our culture and our system so we can recover and people cannot live in shame or stigma and we can really just find some freedom and healing um and i'm married i married my very best friend in july in cannon beach yeah you did and nikki was right there by my side Mm. it was amazing and my husband's actually sober also so that's been an amazing journey and I'm just so blessed all the way around because I've, I've really recovered on so many different layers and levels. Um, but that's not to say that I'm still not working on things. And I think that's really important before Nikki begins. But um, you'll hear our stories because Nikki has a similar story to mine where we've hit these huge bottoms and we have a redemption story. Mm. But we're still really human. Like... <laughs> like brutally human <laughs> brutally so, human I love that yeah and that's really I think like the essence of what we're wanting to show up as um, hopefully inspire some people or or not but really just be human and 
talk about um, talk about what we're struggling with. Like talk about real life things. Talk about how you know after I had laryngitis and I've been able to talk just for a couple of days and I'm already like fucking exhausted yeah. and I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> I have a hard time <laughs> showing up and I have a lot of important things, but I just want to um, stay in bed and, and not talk to anybody. And that's just like my truth right now. So I vow to you to show up brutally human um, and we'll just see what that looks like. Mm. So I love that. I uh, I love you. I love you. I love hearing your story. You 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 say it and speak it so eloquently. And you know, for everything that you've been through and everything that you've done and where you are now, it's just it's, it's an honor to sit here and listen to your story. And it's it's crazy to sit here and listen to it too. I know all the all the little <laughs> secrets on the inside of that as well. And so just to see you sitting here in front of me now the way you are and talk about it in such a beautiful way, um, it's you know inspiring to me. Um, and hopefully it can also create this space of healing, you know, yeah. and I, I love that brutally human, um, commitment, you know, the commitment to be brutally human because I'm all, I'm, I'm all about that. I am definitely also brutally human and flawed and perfectly imperfect as, yeah. um, you know, as they say. So I love that. And then also just talking, gosh, I don't want to be an adult either. But it I made know. me think, like, when you when you said that, it made me kind of question, like, how can we make being an adult sustainable? You know, like, that was the thought that first came to mind was, like, how can we make it? Like, so we're an adult and not exhausted. That's... If anybody has any suggestions. Well, I think that's the path that we're on. I mean, right. I think that's exactly, it's like the day-to-day -day grind. Mm -hmm. How can we bring as much love and light and flow? Because you're the one who, I'm always talking about how I need a routine. And you always say it's not a routine, it's a rhythm. Mm -hmm. I think you, I heard you say that, a rhythm or a flow. Like, how do we create that? And And I honestly think, 60 to 90 percent of the time we do a pretty good job with that um but there's always room for improvement for sure yeah definitely i just did um with my own mentor a little shout out to jackie carr um i just did a uh like a vision board or uh, what we call a circle of knowing what you want um schedule edition and years ago she used the phrase with uh with me let this structure support you and that's where I kind of got this idea of like a rhythm because I do, for me, it's that, that routine or that rhythm really does support me. Um, okay. And so I just got to do this, you know, I took a big poster board and actually have it behind me. I know we were just talking about it. Um, I have my big poster board behind me in the office where I draw a big circle. And inside that circle, I write down what I want my schedule to look like. What do I want in my circle? I want play. I want yoga. I want flexibility. I want creativity. I want... Sunday fun day, you know, like, what do I want? And then I use that to inform and make my decisions for me out in the world. So that when someone says, Hey, can you do a yoga class on Sunday? I can say, actually, you know what? Sunday fun day. No, yeah. this doesn't actually fit with what I want. And again, it's all progress because trust me, I am the first one to put my hand up and say, I will do all of the things. <laughs> and I'll be right behind you. That's right. I'll do all the things and then I will be exhausted. <laughs> and pissed. And, and resentful grumpy. that you asked me again. <laughs> but really was like, I fucking said yes. 
I said yes. I said again. Yes. Again. No. So. We are both constantly working on saying no. Yeah, no. It's no. okay. Yeah. It's not a bad word. No is a good word. Right. And I saw something the other day that was like, you know, you can interpret no as like N meaning next and O being opportunity. So next is, no is next opportunity. I love that. I know I did too. I took yep. a little screenshot of it. Okay. So, so we've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> oh yeah. This is what do. happens. But um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Oh, gosh, this is so hard. Sarah does this for a living, you guys. This is what she does for a living. She talks about her story for a living. So hers is very beautiful and it's very eloquent. And it's also very exciting because it's like world travel and nonprofits. And okay, it's not... I'm going to stop you there because Nikki is a badass, okay? Like a full-blown like healer badass and mm. also has a very exciting and dramatic story like um this. which we don't even have to have exciting and dramatic stories because it's in is in the realm of perception and i do speak for a living she so does. it is that's what i'm saying is she's, so she's it's very eloquently spoken so but um, you are so eloquently mm. spoken and everything else all right. Well, well, we'll see. It's been a while since I've shared my story, um, but I too, uh, I too am in recovery. Um, I uh, am in recovery from drugs and alcohol, um, and I actually celebrate 11 years at the end of this month. That's right. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's That's coming up. Huge. So 11 years, and um, I'm 33. So you know, Sarah and I both got sober young, uh, and I'm really grateful for that. So. For me, um, you know, I come, I, I come from, you know, Eastern Washington, born and raised and, you know, I, you know, gosh, I don't even know what to say. I was raised in a lower middle class family, you know, um, and for me, uh, I, I feel like my drug addiction and my alcoholism began as just a way to cope, honestly. Yeah. So my parents divorced when I was 12. And it was a very chaotic, very destructive divorce between the two of them. And um, I feel like my sister and I kind of got lost. Uh, we just fell between the cracks, you know, with all the fighting. And we both went down different paths. But for me, um, I chose to start uh, drinking at the age of 12. And um, I, I was a very destructive alcoholic. And my alcoholism progressed very, very quickly. So... By the time I was 14, I was using all sorts of drugs along with my alcoholism. And that was the first time at the age of 14 um, that I attended a treatment center in Spokane, Washington. Um, so I like to say that I went into the treatment center with a uh, alcohol problem. And then when I got out, I got myself a nice little drug addiction. So um, at the age of 15, I met both um, the quote unquote man of my dreams, who was not. <laughs> I look back now and A, he was six years older than me, so technically he was a uh, sexual predator. And um, he also introduced me to methamphetamines. And so at the age of 15, not only did I start a relationship with a man that was a lot older than me, I started a five-year relationship with methamphetamines. I dropped out of high school. Um, I shouldn't say dropped out because I didn't even go. I think I went to 28 consecutive days of my freshman year and, and I was out. Um, you know, I, I had been kicked out of the house from, with both my mom and my dad. And that's a whole other story that we can talk about on a later podcast oh, yeah. in regards to, um, parents, <clears throat> parents and mental health treatment in yeah. specific. Um, 
and how to cope with those things, especially having a child. Uh, but I lived on my own. I should say I lived with this older man. Um, I dropped out of high school, got my GED, started working full time, and really lived to drink alcohol and to use drugs. So I would use anything that was in front of me, meth, cocaine, crack. The only thing I didn't do was heroin. Um, I was, yeah, I, that, I had no fear except for heroin. I was afraid that if I stuck a needle in my arm knowing who and what I was, um, I would never come back from that. Um, I really was one of those drink and die by 25 kind of addicts and alcoholics. That's really who I was. I, I welcomed it. And so for me, my addiction goes hand in hand with my mental health. I was also a very depressed individual. Um, I had numerous, numerous suicide attempts. I don't even know how many when I was younger. And so for me, they both go hand in hand. Um, there's no separation of, the, exactly. of those two. Um, so luckily for me, by the time I was 21, I got two DUIs. Um, and I say luckily because they did save my life. Uh, I got my first DUI when I was 19. I got my second DUI uh, early, in 20, early in my 21 years. Um, and I had to stand in front of the judge and a judge pretty much told me, um, if I didn't get sober, I was going to spend quite a bit of time in jail. And so, um, that's what led me on the path to recovery. And I, it was divine intervention at the highest level because I did not have any other coping skills other than to drink and to use drugs. Um, and I know that if I would have continued on, using the way that I did and drinking the way that I did, I would not have been lucky enough to die. You know, I would probably be 33 years old in a very different situation. I see a lot of the people that I used to use with and they're still in that situation. Um, and it's a very, it's a very sad, I definitely feel like a survivor for sure in the, um, arena that I was in. So, you know, I got really lucky when I got sober. Um, just to be able to continue to live and then be able to, as Sarah would say, thrive. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, I, I got sober. I started hanging around other people that were sober, finding people who um, I could look up to. You know, I didn't really have a whole lot to look towards before I got sober. Um, the idea of hopes and dreams wasn't something that I understood. I was actually very socially inept when I got sober. People had to teach me how to have conversations. You know, I, people would say, go and talk to someone. And I was like, I don't know how to do that without drugs and alcohol. And they were like, just go up and say hi. And then ask, <clears throat> how are you? And then listen. And I was like, oh. so. I actually got to learn how to be a social being once I got sober. And then more than that, I got to, I got the opportunity to, um, you know, pursue dreams and know that I, there are things that I could do out in the world. Uh, you know, when I got sober, all I had was a GED from, um, from high school and I got encouraged to go back to school and um, I got a full scholarship to go back to community college in Washington. And then I, gosh, it's just looking back on it now, I just can't even believe how it happened. But then I found myself at a community college in Santa Barbara. And then I found myself applying to UC Berkeley. Um, and then getting a full ride scholarship to UC Berkeley and graduating highest honors from UC Berkeley in 2014, um, where I, at Berkeley, I studied both archeology span and anthropology. And that's where I started to learn about the physical manifestation of trauma in the body. 
And um, for me, I started practicing yoga right after I got sober. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know it at the time. It took me five years of practicing and being sober to realize that when I was getting on the yoga mat, I was healing the trauma that I had, um, that I had experienced when I was drinking and using. And um, I remember I was sitting in a classroom at Berkeley, a very academic environment. And uh, the class was called Anthropology of Violence and Trauma. And I think we were reading, um, what was it? Actually, Trauma and Recovery. It was a book called Trauma and Recovery. And I think Judith Herman is her name, is the woman that wrote the book. And she talks about how trauma is the experience of an overwhelming sensation of the uh, essential self that traps itself in the body. And I had this wave come over me. Like the first wave was like, oh, oh my God, I have trauma. Um, Because up until that point, I didn't know that I was a being that could experience trauma. I thought trauma was reserved for war vets. I thought trauma was reserved for extreme cases of physical abuse and sexual sexual abuse. Um, But we're all traumatized beings. And that's what I learned in that class is that we all have our own form of trauma that we've experienced. And so when I was told that trauma is merely... Um, an overwhelming sensation of the essential self. I remember sitting in this classroom having this very academic discussion and just having a completely emotional, (laughs) dramatic reaction to the fact that I was a traumatized being. Um, But then automatically having the realization that I was healing myself on my yoga mat and not even knowing it, not even knowing that that's what I did. So uh, while I was at Berkeley, I did a lot of things. I, I was at Berkeley to become an archaeologist, which I did. I've done excavations. I um, I created a digital dictionary for lithic artifacts from a site in Jordan, which is sounds a lot more fancy than what it really was, but it sounds cool. Um, but what I really got out of Berkeley was that experience, the, the education about trauma and healing. And so after Berkeley um, and after my excavations, I... Uh, I got pregnant. I got pregnant in 2015 with my baby girl, Bodie. Um, and that set me on a completely different course. Motherhood was not, motherhood was something that I wanted. It's not something that I thought I could actually have. Um, and it just set me on a different course. And um, there's a whole lot with motherhood that I can talk about too. Um, after having Bodie, I suffered postpartum depression for a good year, um, which added a new layer of healing my trauma a whole new layer of my yoga practice that I got to um, dig into and experience. Um, And so, and there's, I could talk about that for forever. But uh, so now uh, up to 2018, I have Bodhi, my little three and a half year old spitfire wild child. Mini you. She's a, she, yeah, she's a little mini me. She's amazing. She's just a gem. And her name is Bodhi, and she truly is my own personal little Bodhisattva. I learn from her every day, um, sometimes kicking and screaming, <laughs> both of us, both of us, and sometimes um, joyfully. And then I also have my wonderful husband, Thane. He is a wonderful, he is a wonderful husband. I give him a hard time. I do give him a hard time. Um, But I have my husband, Thane, and um, I am a trauma-informed yoga teacher. So I, um, you know, I I I do teach yoga classes uh, where I live, but my passion is working with uh, mostly uh, youth and young adults um, on the yoga mat healing their traumas. So that, that is, that is my, that is my ultimate passion. I also am very passionate about making yoga accessible because I, um, 
my almost my entire yoga practice has been centered around free and donation based yoga. If it were not for free and donation based yoga, I would not have a yoga practice. Um, I got it at the YMCA. Um, I knew someone in Santa Barbara who charged, didn't even charge, but asked for $5 for a park yoga class on the grass that I did for the two years that I lived there. Um, yoga to the People in Berkeley is a completely donation-based yoga studio that I went to. And without them, I wouldn't have had a yoga practice there unless, you know, other than at home. Um, and so I'm also uh, really passionate about offering, uh, making yoga accessible and affordable to everybody because we all deserve it. We all can heal. We all are yoga bodies. We all have um, potential to experience that sacred space that's created on the mat. So I'm really passionate about that. Okay, so sitting here watching you talk about your story is an emotional experience for me. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, I just want to like honor your story because it's so funny because you're like, oh, Sarah's story is so adventurous. But like, do you hear yourself? Like, you are a badass. Oh. And and what you've done and what you've overcome and and the amount of like knowledge and insight that you have to give other people um, is just beyond inspiring. And you said something where I, I can't remember the exact details, but we all deserve to heal. Yeah. And that's what I heard. And that's what I got out of what you're saying with your relationship with yoga and, and trauma. And I know that for you and I, trauma has such a... Um, it resonates with both of us and it resonates with me and I can feel like when I have trauma flare-ups, yeah, you know, sure. and I too have like used yoga as a way to help heal and deal with all of my shit, but you are such a healer and you open and create a space for um, everyone and anyone. And that's like one of the things that I love the most about you. And I have to say, I'm, I'm not just saying this because Nikki's like one of my best friends, but she really is like the most amazing yoga teacher um, <laughs> I've taken. I've, I've had the privilege and the journey of going along with your journey as like a yoga teacher yeah, and yeah. seeing you from one of your first classes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the very first ones. Yep. Um, you know, to where you are now. And I and just... even yoga on your wedding day on the <clears throat> beach. Okay. Oh, that was like that the was most magic. amazing. Yeah, Nikki. Um, so she developed an entire heart center yoga class with my favorite musician, Trevor Hall, mm -hmm. who I actually got engaged at his concert. Uh, my husband, Chris used to work with him. And so they had this whole thing set up in Missoula, Montana, where I got on stage with Trevor and Chris and, and it was amazing. And so there I am, you know, four years later on the beach in Cannon Beach with my husband by my side and looking at my beautiful, um, like closest friend, like guiding all of my other beautiful close friends on the beach. And I just yeah, got chills. It was, chills. It was I know, it, it was one of those moments where it was like, I, I was crying. Yeah. I mean, I cry a lot during yoga. Um, but, <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> but this wasn't like, I'm crying because I'm so fucking stressed out. This is like, I'm crying because I'm so blessed. Right. Um, right. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I love hearing that too, because hearing our, now that those of you out there who are still listening, um, have heard our backgrounds, you know, you've heard our stories, you've heard where we have come from. And I think sometimes, especially, um, on social media on Instagram, when you can look at someone from the outside without knowing who they are, it can look like if anybody were to walk past us on that day, 
and see us and they would see the tears and they would see the joy and they would see the happiness. And um, I just have to say this because this is out there right now. They would see the privilege um, in what we were doing that day because it is, it's a a privilege um, being who we are. And from where we came from, where we came from, Sarah, uh, you know, surviving a a comatose state um, Mm. after, you know, uh, an an overdose and me barely making it out alive from a drug addiction, um, you know, to be able to be on that beach together um, is, was amazing. So it really was a privilege to be able to show up and to show people that, or for now, for people to hear um, that this is this is what's possible, and you deserve to heal. And you deserve to heal. You deserve and to we heal. Do. Heal is we... accessible to you, and and we're and we're constantly on this process of healing. Yeah, constantly on this wheel of healing and moving forward. Um, and we have those really great moments where we do get to share that on the beach, and then we have not so great moments where Sarah and I are on the phone with each other and we're a complete disaster and we're a complete like a mess, whatever, like a mess, or even worse, not on the phone with each other. And, and a mess. disaster, which that's is even scarier. The worst. <laughs> that's, that's like um, that's danger for our husband. That's like our husband. That's the danger zone. Right, when... right. That's usually where they say, "Have you called someone? <laughs> Have you talked to Nikki? Have you talked to Sarah? Do you need to give Sarah a call?" But yeah. it's it's an it's a continual journey, and I think that's what's so important, you know. And and that's where I think coming back to that intention of showing up and being like brutally human and, and authentic for me is like, look, don't look at my life and think, Oh my God, it's perfect. You know? And, and, uh, you know, yeah. And that privilege and it is, yeah, it's a fine line. It's funny because, um, we're both starting a new platforms. I, I even hate, oh God, I hate even saying the we're word We're both pursuing platform. our dreams. We're both pursuing our goals. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We're pursuing our goals. And, and with that means using the tools that are out there to use the tools. And it's always a constant struggle for me when I'm posting something or I'm creating my new Instagram page or, um, even this, like, I don't want to put off, um, that everything is perfect. Right. I'm perfect. And I really want people to understand that like, we are all human beings, we are all healing and we're all flawed. And like, that is what makes it so beautiful. It's our shame, it's our past, it's the guilt that actually sets us free. Mm -hmm. That's what set me free. And how do I show up with all of that and still have that be okay? Right, yeah, it's creating that space and giving permission. You know, some of the, I think that's what's so lovely about a lot of the 12 step work and there's some, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. some, uh, some things I don't agree with, with 12 step work and, and 12 step groups. But I do think that especially, um, in the community that's created in 12 step work, one thing that is made accessible and, um, you know, praised is that, you know, brutal honesty that yeah. people bring. Um, and you know, there's a phrase that I've heard before, you can't save your ass in your face at the same time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'd much rather, uh, lose face a little bit and stay sober and stay sane and stay real and authentic. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it is such a hard, fine line, especially with social media today. And this idea of like what things need to look like and how things need to look. But I will say, I do think there is this, 
there's a movement coming forward. There are people coming forward saying, you know, let's, let's be real. Let's be authentic. Let's, um, you show know, our not dirty laundry. Sh- yeah. Show our dirty laundry, you know, and just kind of, and, and let it hang out there and let people and give permission, give permission to not be perfect. Give permission to say, you know what? None of us are perfect. We're all human. We're all flawed. And, uh, let's show up and share this space because when we create this authentic community, we all benefit from it. Yeah. We all benefit from um, being able to show up. You know, we get rid of that idea of perfectionism. We get rid of that idea of competition. We get rid of that idea of comparison. Yeah. And we can come together and say, oh, we all have our own shit. And we yeah. all have our own strengths. We yeah. all have all of it. We all have all of it. And let's hold each other up. Um, I think that's kind of one of the things that have gotten us to where we currently are. It um, is. And I think that's what we're trying to do here yeah, on the podcast. Exactly right. Just open it up and just be as real as we can be. And trust me, not all the podcasts are going to be these heavy trauma filled <laughs> drug addicted, you know, cause like no. I watch American horror story and I want to talk about that shit. Cause this um, season is crazy. You know, we, or... we love American horror story and, um, God, we love all sorts of crazy TV shows. Love we also it. have a hair addiction. So <gasps> yeah. Um, yep. you'll hear a lot about hair sometimes like hair crazy hair. Obsession. We could do a whole podcast just on hair. Mm-hmm. We really could. I mean, you should see our mains. We do have mains, but you should also, again, you should have seen Sarah and I years ago. Um, so I shaved my head, which twice. I'm going to say that She's done story. it twice. I've done it two times. And each story is like uniquely horrendous. Mm-hmm. So I'll save those for a different podcast. But now my hair is down to my hip bones and I get stopped every day saying, oh my God, how did you grow your hair out? And I always call it like my, oh, it's my sober hair. It's taken almost a decade. Right. Um, so yeah, well, you'll hear about hair. Yeah. You'll hear about our anger. We, um, mm-hmm. are still working on some of our anger issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then our doubts, you know, like, I feel yes. like that's one of the biggest things that we both deal with a lot is doubting ourselves. And I know that, um, that I can get, uh, as my coach would say, we are above or below the line. <laughs> And I get get below the line a lot when it comes to doubting myself. Like you, you guys even heard it before, you know, not wanting to talk about my story. Um, I, I doubt, I doubt myself and who and what I am, um, frequently and I'm learning. I've learned it long ago and I'm still learning that it's just an ego self. You know, that's just the ego self that's coming up, forgetting that I'm pure light, forgetting that I'm pure truth and forgetting that I'm here for a reason and for a purpose. Um, but I mean, I can spit that right now and say that to you on the podcast, but I'm going to forget it as soon as I, you know, stop recording and, and I go back out in the world. Off. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I doubt myself too. I mean, so much of what I do, if it's not going to be, I'm a perfectionist to the 10th degree. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not, I'm going to pause you there and I'm going to tell you guys, but she is so <laughs> much of a perfectionist that, so Sarah and I are on Skype right now and you can't see us. We are recording our voices. Oh, oh, no. And we're, video, you know, we're on Skype with each other. And she's like, you need to put the microphone in the center of the screen. It's not <laughs> symmetrical. I'm like, no one can fucking see it except for you, babe. It's like I have a thing with symmetry. But, but it shows my neurosis. I mean, I'm like a crazy perfectionist. Like, I'll redo something 18 times. 
and it and is a gift. It is a gift because you create what you create is amazing, and it's a curse. It's, it's one of those curse. things. It's like a curse and a gift all wrapped up in one. So, um, one of my personal commitments to myself and my life right now is: is it good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So that means like nothing is going to be perfect. I need to take that word out of my vocabulary. So everything I'm doing, um, it's like. It, are there things that change? Absolutely. But is it good enough? Yes. Right. And that includes this podcast. I mean, just being able to show up and say, let's just do it anyways. Yeah. I'm just doing it anyways. I'm showing up regardless. Right. Um, and so it's really good for me because otherwise I won't do it. Yeah. I'm so glad that you did too. I've been, I've been dying to do another podcast. I've been dying to do another podcast. Like I said, I did my Rise and Align podcast a few years ago. And it ended on kind of a really somber note. I'll put it back up. So I'll, I'll put it back up um, on, I took it down um, because the very last one was really sad. I don't know if I'll put that one back up. Um, Wait, what was the last one? Uh, just to let you guys know, a little trigger warning here. I had a miscarriage last, um, oh, that's right. last uh, right around March. this time. Well, I, last March. No, oh, the baby would have been born last yeah. year, but um, I had a miscarriage right around March and I didn't handle it well. It was very traumatic. It was a, okay, a very traumatic experience. No, yeah. No, you're not very... allowed to say you didn't handle it well because you're still sober. Right. And you're allowed to handle things however. However I need to. But no, I took it very hard. And um, I, did, I, I did a podcast about it that I think was a little um, raw. It was, it was very raw. And so maybe I'll put it back up if people request it or want to hear it. Um, was that your last one? I'm yeah. not laughing. No, no, no. So... No, it was the last one. It was just like, this is terrible. It was so sad. I probably should have never put it up because it was heart-wrenching. I had friends call so, me and it was just it was not the best decision. So I think um, not only do we need to do this podcast, but you, you need to do like an update. But I'm so proud of you for doing a very honest and raw it, thing. It was very honest. It was very but raw. It was very so emotional. And I had to put Where like, did she go? Trigger. I know. I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah, but no. I mean, that did set me off. The miscarriage last year, it did take me about a year to recover from it. Um, and I don't and even want to say, talk- like, recover from it. But anyway, so that was last year. That was the last podcast. It was so sad that I ended it that way. But I've wanted to do another one ever since then. And it's just the timing hasn't felt right. Um and then over the last few months, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. My husband even got me all that, all the gear, all the really good gear for the podcast for my birthday this year. Um, and so finally when Sarah, because we've joked about doing it a few times, like we're like, oh, let's just do a oh, podcast. I, but then finally it was like, okay, we're just going to do it. And I'm like, thank God, because I want to talk about all the things. I want to talk about the real life shit. I want to talk about what we're consuming, you know, the content we're consuming, whether it's TV shows, food. whether it's books, the food that we're consuming. I just want to, I, I want to talk about it. I want to open up a dialogue. I want to create a larger community where we can all show up, come together and show up for each other and just have these discussions about, um, real life and what's going on and we'll see where it flows and where it goes to. But I'm just so excited that, um, we're yeah. doing I mean, it. Sarah and I talk every day. Every, anyway, we seriously, yeah. we talk every day. Yep. So we're just uh, recording it now at this point. <laughs> and we're going to put it out. We're going to put it out in the world and see how it goes. Yep. Well, I'm so excited. I feel, I feel like we've covered it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? It's kind of a short podcast for the first one. This is actually really good for us. I guess it is really good. Yeah. Cause I I mean, the first one that we did was like, okay. Do you you remember the amount of warning signs we had to put on mine? Yeah. 
I mean, and I had to edit it. I know. I had to edit it a lot. Yeah, Yeah, a lot. A lot. Uh, I mean, we can keep going, or we've done like a short, sweet 45 minute, like, this is us. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, let's. Let's sign off. Um, I do want to say, so we will have um, our Gmail, wild and free, with Sarah and Nicole at Gmail. That seems crazy. That's really long. I know. What should we What should we do it as? Um, could we just do Sarah and Nicole at Gmail? That's probably taken. That's probably, well, we'll see. Okay, so you, as you guys can see, we're, we're really just figuring this shit we're, out. Yeah, we're just figuring it out right now. We could do... Um, that's a lot. Well, you know what? We'll get back to you next time. Exactly. And we'll let you know how you can reach us, but you can find us. Thank you. Yeah. On social media. Sarah, where can we find you? So I have a brand new Instagram coming out and it's just the sober Sarah. Um, so you can find me there and I'm going to start posting. Actually, I start posting this Sunday. Great. Wonderful. I'm excited to to see it survived to thrive um but I got into like a little bit of a trademark war with a big pharmaceutical company which we'll talk about next time so I will no longer be survived to thrive oh did you hear that I did I just bumped something I will be the sober Sarah yeah wonderful so you can find Sarah there and then for me on Instagram I am rise and align with Nicole all spelled out um, and then if you do have any questions, you can go ahead and email me at Nicole yeah. at com, And I'll put all this in the show notes. Um, we'll link to the Instagrams and then hopefully I'll also have our, um, previous podcast up. So that is an interview all about Sarah. So if you want, you can put that warning. In. Yeah. Yeah. It it's graphic. Do your little sure. warning. Yeah. I'll do my little warning. Um, I, I don't want to say it's graphic, but there's definitely a lot of information in there. Um, not suitable for work or children, probably. Um, so that's where you can find us. I hope that, I don't know who's listening. I'm sure somebody will. Um, but I hope that you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about us. I don't know what we'll talk about next week, but if there's anything that you want to talk about, please, please let us know. You can email us. Um, you can email me, Nicole at Rise and Align, or you can, um, shout out on our Instagrams and yeah. I'll just go from here. I'll just go from here. Brutally human. Yeah, really human, creating community. Let's just yep. do it. Just chatting. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much. Sarah, anything else you want to end up with? No, I'm just excited. I'm excited to just keep showing up. Me too. Me too. And I hope my voice is back. Oh, your voice is fine. Your voice is fine. All right. It'll be fine. All right, everyone. <laughs> we'll have a lovely weekend, and we'll see you next Friday. Stay Bye. sane. <laughs>